Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your Wendy's Wake Up Call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a nature show host. In the native habitat of a suburban driveway, the poor victim of a broken windshield is left assessing his vehicle utterly helpless. Well, not true. If he's got GEICO, he can file a claim online, over the phone, or with his handy mobile app. But like a lone gazelle, he'll suddenly be left to fend for himself, awaiting his terrible fate. Nope. GEICO will assign him a designated claims team to help him out, too. So the gazelle gets his car fixed and everything. Wow. Nature is so cool. GEICO. Great service. Without all the drama. Podcast. It's your host Josh Keeley. With me again is Donovan James. Donovan, first of all, how you doing, man? I know you've been sick. I'm good, man. I got tested for uh, Orona, so hopefully it uh, comes back now. I'm feeling better now. Yeah, it comes back native. I'm feeling a lot better. A lot of medication, a lot of vitamin C, ibuprofen, just staying in bed, Dayquil, a lot of rest, man. That's all you can do. Just rest your body and drink water. That's the most important thing you can do, and then go from there. <laughs> I think, right? Stop drinking a little bit. Hopefully you don't have the corona, man. I don't think so. Hopefully, hopefully not. But, you know, you can never be too sure. So definitely get tested if you guys are feeling sick out there. Yes, that, that goes that goes for HPV and uh, and the clap as well, everybody. <laughs> big, we're, we're big health advocates here. Thanks, thanks. So uh, as you know, because you were texting me and making fun of me this weekend, I did not have the best week. Actually, since you've joined the show, I have not had a winning weekend. Betting really? college football. The pro football, I had a winning weekend. Not this past weekend, but the week prior. But college football, since you joined the show, I have not had a winning weekend. Well, How did you do? I did all right. Um, not NFL. I didn't do well. I was one and two. Excuse me, but uh, I, was two, I was two and one in college football. Same. I, well, okay. I, I, went, I went one and two. And I went one and two in college football. And I'll, let me give – well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break it down for you guys. We're going to do a brief – I'm going to do my recap – Donovan's going to do his weekly recap just in college. Then we're going to give you our top three college best bets. Then we're going to provide you our NFL recaps and our top three NFL best bets, providing you the best handicaps we possibly can. Let me give you a brief recap of what I did. I went 1-1-1, and dude. I took Coastal Carolina. As you know, I feel like they're the golden goose, baby. They're giving 17 points to South Alabama. They only won 23-6. So I technically got my money back. But that is definitely not a win. Then I took Liberty. Or no, I took Virginia Tech, giving 14.5 to Liberty, which I should have been smart enough 
to know that that was a dumb bet. You called me out on that last week. Despite your your you being wise wiser about that game, I I still took Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech lost outright thirty to thirty thirty to thirty five. I will say at least I take sauce in the fact that Justin Fuente, dude, he's on his way out, bro. He's got a big game this weekend, dude. Big game this weekend. He's man. terrible. Top he's ten team, terrible. Miami. Yeah, he's terrible. That I think that win saved his job last year, beating Miami. So hopefully, I no mean, kidding. Hopefully for his sake, <laughs> he can beat him again at home. He went I on the thought, road last year and beat him, but I Miami's thought he was a lot a better hire. this year. Yes, I never, I never liked the hire when it happened. Really, I liked him and I liked that program, but not together. I think, I think, I thought Bud should have just got the job, really, but. I mean, Maybe Hugh Freeze will get the job then. Oh my God! You know what? Maybe Hugh Freeze is going to be—he's going to be a hot commodity, dude. Michigan should look out for him. My third bet. This is the only bet I won. Is I took Cincinnati, giving thirteen and a half to Houston. They demolished Houston, thirty-eight to ten. We kind of talked about that being a lock. Cincinnati's been slamming everybody. Um, how'd you do in college? Yeah, I, was too, I lost the Nebraska Northwestern game. Uh, Northwestern was a lot better than I thought. Um, especially scoring the ball. Um, they look Nebraska, good. Yeah, Nebraska, speaking of coaches on the hot seat, I mean, not yet, but Frost has probably got one more year before he's out. Um, they'll give Ooh. him a little extra because he's, you know, he's, he's won a lot of games for them as a player. Um, but I don't know, man. It's, it's not off to a good start uh, for them. So I lost that game. Uh, BYU Boise. I was proud of that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You should be because I disagree with you on that one. I, w- I actually put money on Boise State, dude. <laughs> We well, talked about all the history to it and all that. Wow. Yeah, and I saw that stat too. Uh, literally, like the next day when uh, we were talking about it. But and then all of my friends, you know, uh, they support me. They listen to this podcast. They're like, "Dude, you're gonna pick BYU over Boise State? Come on!" Like, like dude, Zach Wilson is a different animal. Best player in the conference by far. And you were that right. that defense, man, without Hake Bachmeyer playing quarterback and Jack uh, Sears, neither of them played. No, they so, Sears started the game. Right? He started the game, yeah. But and then he, he got hurt like the second play or something insane yeah. like that. He got hurt. Yeah. Like, he was the second play of the game. Yeah, so they had to go to their third string, who's not bad, but you could clearly see. He was that. not good. He not was great. <laughs> I mean, they threw him in the game, but like, he wasn't great yet. Um, there was a giant step down from Sears from Hank to and Jack, and then, yeah, those two Dude, guys, yeah. Jack and Hank are four-star quarterbacks. That guy is kind of off the radar recruit. But that BYU defense, man, the front – uh, front four, just they're good. They're really solid, man. They, they're deep too. So I mean, I like that. All uh, the all game. the attention goes to Zach Wilson, and rightfully so. He's been out of his mind. But BYU is just a very physical offense as well. That offensive line is big, nasty. They they beat you off the ball. The receivers, you know, there's not one standout, but they got four or five guys that catch the ball consistently that are big physical receivers. Gunnar I mean, Romney. Mitt Romney's uh, grandson, Gunnar Romney's solid, man. I like him. That's that's Mitt Romney's grandson? Yeah, it's his grandson, man. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? That's funny because I think that they – don't they have a couple Romneys on that team? Yeah, they got a couple of them. They got a big family, yeah. a huge family, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was cool. I mean, I remember uh, Gunnar, you know, before he went on his Mormon mission, uh, you know, just sticking with that program and them sticking with him. You know, all those guys – a lot of those guys went on Mormon missions, not just him, but – um, to see him kind of, he was a big time recruit for them. Him to go on that mission and come back. Now he's a star player for that team is good. But yeah, that team's solid. So I won that one. And then Florida, I've been rocking with the, those Florida Gators, man, all year. 
and here we go. You know that that uh, Stetson got hurt and just played oh, like yeah. crap, crap anyway. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. Dwayne Mathis came in; he's a mess. JT Daniels' knee is still uh, injured; it's not hundred percent quite yet. Um, there's an issue there with like the family team, doc- the family doctor versus the team doctor. Um, kind of behind Ooh. the scenes, under the radar, gives the fans a little tidbit if they didn't know that. Because um, I, I, no I guess. My sources. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, I just I covered a college uh, high school football uh, back in Southern California, and I know JT's dad has a really good family doctor that they have, and uh, he said they're not really ready yet for him to play, uh, especially now uh, with two losses, they're not really playing for much no at kidding. this point nationally wise. I mean, still a bowl game, but um, we'll see if they come back. But they need him, man. They need something because Stetson's not the answer. Um, and Dwayne Matthews is not the answer either. So even they, with him back, that offense is just flat. I mean, the run game is not—it's good, but it's not the same as it was, you know. And then Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, uh, you know, Todd Gurley—it's just not dominating like it like it used to. They don't really have a stud wide receiver. They always used, usually have one guy that will beat the brakes off of you. They're just—they're just kind of flat. They're I just like George Pickens. I think he's he, a star receiver. He, he was he, hurt. He was out. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Out See, they had Pickens that might have changed. They lost their tight end too. Um, he got hurt on that touchdown. He he got hurt. I uh, can't think that first touchdown. This or second yeah. touchdown. They score. He broke his leg on that touchdown. So obviously, Richard LeCount being out, Jordan Davis being out, um, gosh, Julian Rochester out. That I saw that spread. I was just like, Georgia's favored by three. No, they're going off of like old stuff. Like Georgia's been yes. dominant. Kirby Smart has been dominant. It doesn't matter who the coach is, Jim McElwain or Dan Mullen. But I was like, this is Mullen's year to at least win the East, and that's a big step for him because he hasn't won the East yet. Uh, he never won the West at Mississippi State. That was obviously really, really hard to do <laughs> there, yeah. even when he had Dak and those guys. But um, yeah, this is their season to lose. And as far as going to the East, Kyle Trask is a Heisman candidate. Uh, they have the Mackey Award winner in my eyes uh, at tight end, Kyle Pitts. So yeah, he's played great. It's exploded. We talked and about they, that. they got it's turnovers. They got yeah. turnovers. and that's how Florida's defense is going to beat you. They're not a really great, your typical Florida DBU defense, but um, they get turnovers. So they're really relying on turnovers. They, a lot, a lot of cover two, a lot of you know. And I know I said DBU, that's debatable, but I mean they're definitely in the discussion. LSU, Florida State. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, I guess you're right. They always have yeah. guys in the first round consistently. Yeah, they're consistent. But they're not. Uh, I don't know if they're in that first tier, like Ohio State, LSU, Texas. Not quite, but they're up there. They're up there. I won those two games. Um, you did. Yeah. You know, games. the Northwestern game is super surprising because their state is ranked ahead of them by like 17 spots in the eight people, right? Yeah, I mean Northwestern. I don't think they started off ranked at all. So. But why? Like, Ohio, so so far, Ohio State's only beaten collective. They've only beaten two teams, and one only Penn State hasn't won a game yet. That's crazy. So they've only believe. beaten one team with the one win with one win. But Northwestern's beaten. I know, right? They look terrible. That's uh, that's the most surprising thing of the season to me so far as Penn State has. And I know they have some opt-outs, but Jesus. <laughs> like, I know they, I mean, Mike, losing Micah Parsons and a lot of the, Noah Kane's out for the season, I think. So, like, yeah. But Journey still, Brown, too. Journey Brown, yeah. But still, Sean Clifford. Sean Clifford's yeah. been playing pretty solid, though. It's not really mm. his fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He's he, not. He's not a game changer, though. I was trying to tell no. people that because they're. People are like, oh, he could sneak his way up into like the first. Set. I'm like, no, no he's, he's no a way. solid quarterback. I mean, he's he's, he's a third, your typical he's a Penn State Trace McSorley kind of quarterback. Yeah, he's a little. He's more accurate than those guys, and has you doesn't think? have a look. 
Yeah, I think he has a little bit better arm too, but like if he does, that's fine. I'll give you that, but he's less athletic. Oh yeah, he's less athletic for sure. So I'd say yeah. it even evens out. It evens out, yeah. But Northwestern's beaten two teams with that have a pretty rep a decent wins under their belt. I don't know. I just feel like it's funny because if you we talk so about preseason pop. polls, man. Dude, that's it's awesome. wild, man. Preseason it's polls wild. matter. I mean, you know me, I'm an Ohio State fan, but bro. Well, you guys so, are always being the top ten. Don't worry, man. <laughs> I mean, but come on, you know, it's just it's wild. Right now, Northwestern and Indiana have way more impressive resumes, yeah. and they're sitting on the outside looking in. Well, let's move on. We'll talk about our three best bets. Full disclosure, two of my best bets for the week have already played. I I, was, I took Ohio, given 28 points to Akron. That actually lost, believe it or not. I was so sure in that bet. Ohio smashed Akron last year. Whatever. I won't even handicap the game because I lost it. And then I took Kent State, given 21 points to Bowling Green. Kent State smashed Bowling Green. That was an easy win. But I'll give you a couple more. Uh, I did take – Central Michigan was actually my third best bet for this week, and they're playing literally right now. Uh, they're giving seven and a half points to Northern Illinois. But I'll give you three games – that aren't my best bets, but they're games that I put money on that I truly believe in for Saturday because I don't want to have a cop-out. I took West Virginia giving three points to TCU. TCU was wildly inconsistent. Max Duggan is a running quarterback, and he's not even he's not as good as Sam Ellinger. West Virginia, although they lost to Texas, they kept Sam Ellinger bottled up. And like I said, Max Duggan isn't as good as Sam Ellinger. So that's who I'm going with. I feel like Neil Brown has done a very solid job at West Virginia. He's building them up. He did a great job at Troy. Uh, I believe in him. So I'm taking West Virginia, giving a three. Uh, what do you think about that game? I like that. That's a that's a tough game. I wouldn't touch it myself, but I like it. Really? I can see your reasonings for it. The, that game's just like it, you know, that's a sketchy game. Those those seem so inconsistent. That. But I like TCU. it. I, I like your reasonings behind it. TCU is such a wild team because they they do when they play terrible, they're the worst team in college football. But when they play great, dude, they can beat. I mean, they can beat Oklahoma, Texas any day. You know, they beat Texas. They're yeah, Gary they're, Patterson, man. They're very. They can be very good, but yeah. what I feel like Neil Brown's got a good thing going on. My second best bet. Well, let's. What, what's your number one best bet? What you got going on? Um, USC Arizona. I'll take Arizona fourteen. Uh, they're giving USC fourteen um, point favorite. So I mean, obviously USC last week, you know, came back with that. What a game, man! Like I was watching that up. Sick in bed still. Like oh, let's go. Like my voice was cracking and stuff. I had my Matt Liner jersey on. Um it was crazy, man. It was a it was a good win for us. Um sketchy win. We shouldn't have been down by that much. Keaton had to do a lot to bring us back, but um so be Arizona State, playing another school from Arizona. Uh but I think now obviously Arizona hasn't played a game yet. The game last week got canceled, but I like Grant Gunnell in that offense. I think they're gonna it's gonna be a shootout. And I think USC is going to give up some points. And I think they'll win USC, but 14 is a little high for me, um, especially how they looked last week. So I'll go with uh, Zona uh, if you want to put some money. Grant Gunnell is a – keep your name – keep an eye out for Grant Gunnell. That's a name to put in your pocket and keep, please, believe me. Grant Gunnell, 6'6", 215, wow. uh, pro-style quarterback, playing for Kevin Sumlin. You know Kevin Sumlin, not the best coach in the world, but really good with quarterbacks. Um, he kind of uprooted Khalil Tate last year. And played a lot, a lot of snaps early on as a freshman. Yes, he he's did. Yeah, he's from Texas. At one point, he was a five-star quarterback, number one quarterback in the country. He had a really bad senior year, some bad camps, but uh, he still he dropped to a four-star. But he's still a really good quarterback, talent-wise. And uh, I think he's got weapons as Arizona usually do, does on offense. So keep an eye out for him. He's a, he's going to be a big name in two or three years for sure. But uh, yeah, I'll take Zona. 
That's a very interesting game as well because Kevin Summons another team that's going to be another coach that's definitely on the hot seat, wouldn't you say? Yes, already. Um, now, it works out for him this year because he only has seven games, though. So, <laughs> you know what I mean, they might – a lot of Pac-12 coaches are probably going to stay put just because, like, man, they really only had, like, half a season. But uh, we'll see. If he goes, like, one and five, one and six, though, I mean, yeah. I mean, Arizona – anyone could go one and six or 0 oh and seven in the Pac-12 or seven. Yeah. It's just a weird conference. It's pretty even. So, there's no – I mean, Oregon's, like I said, creaming the crop. Um, USC has the most talent, but they're right there, and then it's like a big drop off. Arizona State's a damn good team. Well, all, all those NFL coaches. Um, yeah. Jaden Daniels is a good quarterback, still struggling, kind of throwing the ball. He's a really good runner, though. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of actually kind of Lamar Jackson ish, like a West Coast version, I guess. Not Zach Wilson, who's been, you know, they've been calling him the white Lamar Jackson, but yeah, the, Mormon, the Mormon Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's more, uh, I don't know who I would even compare him to right now, but I know it's hard. The Jaden Daniels one—that's a good—that's a good comparison, though. But Jaden's like good. Though. I like Jaden. But yeah, anyway, Arizona, take take them, please. People say that. <laughs> I can see that. that that's going to be an interesting game. To, I'm too scared to bet it because Arizona hasn't played yet. Um, but as that's what seen, scares me. That's what scares me. Yeah. But as we saw early on, and this was before you were on the podcast, a lot of the team that ended up not having an effect at all. The bigger the bigger change was how many spring practices teams. Got in. We saw early on that teams with more spring practices were dominating. Fun fact, Coastal Carolina has the most spring practices of any team in college right now. They got they were able to get all 15 in, which is the most in the nation. It shows. So, it shows. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Which leads me to my next best bet, Coastal Carolina giving 11 points to Troy. Coastal Carolina, they dude, they've beaten everybody by double. Double digits. They've had. There's one game where they haven't beat uh, beat them by double digits. I think that was Louisiana. Every other team, and that's including Power Five Kansas, they pretty much demolished. Uh, they. I know. I talked about betting on them last week, and they actually it was a, it was a push. They only beat South Alabama by 17. Again, we're lowering the spread to 11 against Troy. Troy's a better team than South Alabama, so this. The fact that it might be closer, that they have to battle harder, might mean there's they might have a better. Sp- they might beat them by more points, if that makes sense, right? Because I think against South Alabama, they put their foot off the gas pedal a little bit, thus not creating that separation that you needed to beat that spread. 11 points ain't much. That's two scores. They should be able to do that. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. That's a good one. I didn't look – I looked at that game, but I didn't, I didn't take it, but that's a good one. That That's your best bet for, for you so Love. far, in my opinion. <laughs> Love Coastal um, Carolina. Yeah, that's a. I know you do. You do. You're the biggest hustler. <laughs> um, no, they're good though. You've you've definitely said that from the beginning of the season and stuck with them. There, they've definitely been. Uh, there were seven and zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still ranked, still ranked below Ohio State though. Who's ranked number three? Still ranked below Clemson. Who's lost the game? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not gonna move past them. At any I know. Point. It's a damn loses like three games or something. Um, but shame. that's not that's not gonna happen because Trevor Lawrence is back with a vengeance now. Um, after yeah. watching his team lose that game, but uh, dude, I don't know. Tre- I don't know if Trevor Lawrence made- has lost one game. He probably would have made a difference. Is he that right? Yeah, they they would have won. You think so? I, I don't think it's hard to say because Notre Dame. I don't think it's hard got to sacked twice every time. Sucked. No, their defense did suck, but I just think like there's a few plays DJ left on the table, um, especially That's overtime, fair. like the two sacks taking them out of like they were like third and thirty four at the end of. The, I mean. Yeah, See, I don't think Trevor doesn't really get sacked because he just throws the ball. Away. He's just so smart. I mean, DJ's amazing though. That dude is five star quarterback for a reason. He runs the ball better too. Yeah, he's more athletic than DJ. Yeah. DJ's is athletic. He, I don't. I don't know if he's more athletic. I think that he has a better feel. 
I don't know. I don't know who's more athletic. You would know more about that than me because I don't have that new kid's. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what his forty time is. His twenty. I just know that Trevor Lawrence has a better feel for when to take off. I mean, you saw it against Ohio State. Ripped off like three fifty yard runs because yeah. he just. I don't know. It's, it's football IQ. Wiggly. Yeah. It's, the way he handles the ball, RPOs, a little bit better um, yeah. to me than, than DJ. DJ's, DJ's the real deal, though, as people can see. I mean, he's put up numbers. He looked but, good. He looked but, good. Uh, that game was a little misleading because Notre Dame really had – first of all, Ian, Ian, Ian Book, everything – He that was his perfect game. He, I've never seen him play better. And that's not what I, I've never. That's not his normal play, and that, that goes for the entire yeah. Notre Dame team. They just everything went right, man. It was the perfect storm for them. Yeah, that that game last year he played at uh, versus USC at home was amazing, and then uh, he played stellar, man. But he ran the ball well that game. This game he was actually making like dime throws um, on the run. So yeah, I feel like yeah. I feel like I, USC last year too. Didn't he? Didn't he? Did they, that was the, the then the run game kind of take over too. Yeah, he was a. I remember there was a. They went Dexter for a fourth Rangers. down, fourth and six, fourth and five, and he made like a six yard run, and then he just made another run with the quarterback. He's just he gets it done, man. If you need five yards, he'll get him. You know what I mean? And it's usually through his feet, but like he can throw now. He's definitely improved uh, this offseason. So, um, and Avery Davis, I was impressed with him, man. Just uh, a former elite eleven quarterback moving a receiver. He he caught some really big passes uh, for Ian, but. But speaking of that game, actually, I'm taking Boston College. Not to win, but I didn't think they high for Notre Dame. Biggest win since 1993, um, you know, for, for them to win um, at home, storm the field and everything. So Boston College is good, though. And the quarterback that was supposed to p- replace Ian Book, Phil Jerkovic, is playing against them. He, Boston College is look good. They're 5-3. Yeah, and he's uh, looked good. Jerkovic looks good. He's gonna be good. He's better pro prospect than Ian Book, and a lot of Notre fans, a lot of Notre Dame fans are mad um, at Brian Kelly for not like benching Ian Book or like letting Phil. Jer- I'm like, well, you can't just bench the kid. I mean, he's good, but Phil Jerkovic is obviously the better pro prospect. I mean, look at him. He's six five, two forty. He, he can run. Good. That kid's for real. He's from PA, man. He's a um, the real deal from up there, uh, Pennsylvania. Watching him play in high school, but yeah, I think that thirteen and a half is a little bit high for a Notre Dame team. That's gonna be. Probably they play down to the level of their opponent a lot. Um, this is oh, yeah. such a big win. They're number two in the country, like so. They, I think that they're going to be on a really high right now, and I think they're going to be knocked down. They'll win the game, but by about seven points, six, seven points. I think Phil Jervis will put up some numbers on them too, because like, I mean he's similar to DJ, like body wise, and he can make some moves too on the run and get outside. So, and Boston College has a good line, like Clemson. Yes. Like oh Clemson my God. Line, so. Don, yeah. They got three guys that'll be drafted early, including uh, Tyler Vabrell. Yep. So my third game, I'm going to bet against South Alabama again. I'm going to take UL Lafayette, given 15 and a half points. UL Lafayette is at home. We talked about the only team that's been able to keep up with Coastal Carolina has been Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette has a two-headed monster in their backfield. They have a great a quarterback, and Leo Lewis, who I think has had a, had a fantastic season. They're not talked about enough. Because they they have lost a coastal, they're not in the Sun Belt race anymore. I think it's pretty much just the Appy State Coastal Carolina show, um, and you know how that conference is. It's it's if it's a non-power five, if you're not in the top two, no one's talking about you. But they're very competitive. The conference is very competitive. They're very good. Given fifteen and a half points, it wouldn't surprise me if they just demolish South Alabama. Oh, I th- yeah, you're just picking on South Alabama this year, man. I know I really shouldn't because I I don't think I've won too many of the bets against South Alabama. And South Alabama ain't bad either. It's just that these teams. No, they're not bad. I there's a big talent gap in this. 
conference. I yeah, think. their best game this year was like they lost, but then they almost beat Georgia Southern. I watched that whole game. Um, yeah, they looked pretty. They impressed me because I like Georgia Southern a lot, but I think Georgia Southern is not as good as they normally are either. So it kind of evens out, I guess. But uh, well, they run that triple option too. So yeah, but they're they're well, young. They're, yeah, yeah, they're young. They're young this year. Besides Shea Wirtz, uh, quarterback. Who's the shit? They, yeah, he's good. I hate. I still hate what happened to him last year, man. That was crazy. That whole cop incident with the yeah. yeah. But uh, they're good. Whatever, ha- whatever happened with that? I mean, he's he's fine. He got nothing happened to him. But I mean, it still sucks though. He had to like, go to jail. Like, he yeah, got arrested. So I hope the cop like. I think he got like on leave or something. I don't know. They didn't fire him though, because it's fucking Statesboro. Excuse me. Like <laughs> it's Statesboro. So, um, it's a uh, the wild southeast out here. But anyway, uh, that I like that one. I my last one is uh, Miami Virginia Tech. Speaking of Virginia Tech, uh, Virginia really? Tech's favorite two and a half. What are they really? Yeah, my notes here. Is that right? Yeah, they're favored by two and a half, dude. So you're taking Miami? I'm, I'm guessing. Heck yeah, man. Gotta take the U. Um, I know that they've struggled lately versus Virginia Tech and everything, but this ain't the same Virginia Tech team. They're still talented. They're a good team. Um, but I think Miami can win this game by 10 points. So I would definitely take Miami over Virginia Tech, two and a half uh, point favorites at home. And if this maybe this game was in Blacksburg with a full capacity crowd, maybe I would look at it different, but. Miami should be fine. King's playing. He's hurt. So I know that's... Miami is getting two and a half points. He is banged up. But, uh, you know, they snuck out a win last week. They're on a um, longer week because they play the Thursday night game, I think, or Friday night game. So they have a little extra time uh, to prep for this game as well. And this is a rivalry game. Everybody knows it. So uh, it'll be fun. I think people are saying Virginia Tech kind of due for a win. But this might not be the team they're due for. <laughs> Miami's really good, man. I know Miami's yeah. a little banged up, like I said. That's the only thing. Their defense is a little banged up. They have three starters out man, on defense. That's the only bad thing is they have uh, a corner, a safety, and then, like, a D lineman out. I think Jalen Phillips is hurt. So that sucks. But I still think Miami still wins this game. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking over my notes, and I forgot I took down these notes. for the, I actually have notes for the two bet, two games that you bet on. So the USC given 14 points to Arizona, over 90% of the tickets up to the point, I wrote this on Tuesday, have been on USC, okay? So that's something that, that, that I thought that was interesting. Does it matter? Not necessarily, but I thought it was interesting. And then the other game you had was, what was, this, what was the second? Oh, Boston College. BC. Boston College given 13, getting 13 and a half from Notre Dame. Boston College is receiving over 90% of the tickets. So you're picking games that are like 90 nothing, dude, which I thought I thought was so funny. And then Miami, Miami getting two and a half, they're getting 90% of the tickets, over 90% of the tickets against Virginia Tech. So I'm all I'm right there. I'm all, I'm all. That, that's you, I just know USC football, man. Like we are probably gonna win this game, but we will play down to them. And the way they throw the ball, they're gonna throw with Grant Gun on about. 50, 60 times. Well, the ticket, I mean. That's, that's not good for USC. Well, our secondary is good. Like, we did a really good job on Jane Daniels, but, like, he didn't put up that volume. USC's not good with that high volume of, like, tempo, 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 tempo. Kevin Sumlin's trying to run 90, 100 plays a week. Uh, um, and they're fresh, man. I, mean, I know we well, got a couple of guys that had COVID, but they're fresh. Grant Gunnell's fresh. They haven't played. No injuries. 
And it's not necessarily, you know, it's, that this is more or less a st- statistic that means nothing. You know, Adam Moore used to come on here all the time talking about fading the, pu- the public. You know, it's early enough in the week to where I don't know if the public is really invested, but it's also, it's also, I took these numbers down on Monday. So it's, you know, most of your key betters got their bets in as soon as the lines were released on Sunday. So the public is getting in there a little bit. And a lot of these numbers, I wrote a lot of them down, they're going to the favorite. So fading this number might not be a bad way to go. Um, you know, I don't. I, overall, I guess I wouldn't put much stock into it, if that makes sense. Um, right. You know, because at the end of the day, it's just it's just counting tickets. I just find it more funny that there's 50 games on the list here, and you t- all of the games you picked were 90 percent or more <laughs> the tickets were going to either one of the team or the other. Like for instance, the Buffalo game, 56.4 percent of the tickets went to Buffalo. That's how a lot of the games are. You went, you went 90% on all of your games. Oh, nothing, man. No. I, I, I thought it was so funny. That is just so funny. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's fair. Miami's, Miami, it's funny because Virginia Tech, you talked about TCU being a weird team to bet against. Virginia Tech is the exact same damn way, dude. Because Hennon Hooker, when he's on fire, he's on fire. This offense can be very explosive, and we know about how good that defense, defense typically is. And they still have games like that. And Miami is kind of similar. When the when they're terrible, they're terrible, and they played terrible against North Carolina State. I know that they squeaked out a win, but dude, King they, gave you a lot, man. And they He's were favored a- by ten and a half. I bet on that game. North Carolina State's not a good team, and they no. struggled big time. They did. Their secondaries they struggled to get pressure. Um, I thought uh, um, King, King is the entire team. He's the entire yeah. team. North Carolina State's quarterback played really well. Um, um, I can't think of his name. Drawing a blank right now. Me I, I either. Covered him in high school, though. Man, I, he was a he was a four star recruit, though. He was, was he? at uh, yeah, he transferred. He was at uh, God, man, I'm, I'm they're drunk. not. They're, that's not yeah. a good. Team. They're not a good team, regardless. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. waste our time trying to Virginia, Virginia, Tech, <laughs> Virginia Tech might beat them by three touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like it's just such an off, such a weird thing. Miami's just Miami is just a weird team to bet on. Well, well coached though, Manny Diaz. You think so? I like Manny Diaz. Yeah, I think he obviously fits culturally with that team. Just you know, being a hurricane guy from there. But uh, yeah, definitely, he's definitely interesting. Rhett Lashley, their offensive coordinator, Rhett, definitely yeah. changes whether they're moving in the right direction or the wrong direction. I'm not sure. I know that King is King. I, I don't think King is like a, a, the ideal NFL prospect. At least I I used to, but I don't. I, there's really some there's some issues there. I think he's your typical. Your your college quarterback that's explosive like Quentin Flowers at USF, if you remember him, yep. L. Robertson at Kansas State, guys like that. I don't think he's got a a great pro career ahead of him, but he definitely he's dynamic enough to where he can dominate the game and take it over. So it, it's a it's a smelly game to me, but I definitely see your handicap. I definitely see it, and I obviously ninety percent of the people agree with you. So <laughs> thank you, people. <laughs> so there's that too. Let's go on. Uh, let's move on to the NFL. I did terrible again. Actually, no. This I, I had a good week. Week before, I just did. I did bad both in college and in the NFL. And that's not good. I have not had a week where I've lost in both of them. So this is quite upsetting to me. As you know, I took Chicago getting five and a half from Tennessee. They couldn't hang twenty. They lost t- Titans twenty four seventeen. That offense is just pitiful. That was my fault. That was stupid betting on the Bears. Then I took the Texans, giving six and a half to Jacksonville. I don't regret this bet. I didn't know Jake Lutton wasn't going to be the worst quarterback in the world. They no, actually, man. No, yeah, I they, <laughs> yeah, they they won twenty seven. They only won twenty seven twenty five. But Jake Lutton played. I mean, how was I? 
like I said, I, I think I'd probably take this bet nine times out of ten. It's just with the way everything laid. Um, I took Buffalo getting three points from Seattle. Buffalo won outright 44 to 34. There wasn't really any doubt in my mind there. Uh, how'd you do? Not well. Um, I picked uh, Not well, well. The, the Green Bay San Francisco game was just easy money, I guess. Like <laughs> one by. You, you, say, you say that, but you had to really, you have, you see that, that to me, we talked about that. And you said it with a lot of confidence that you were taking Green Bay, but we talked about all the injuries and all the COVID issues, and we didn't know who the running back was going to be, for God's sake. So it did just, take some cojones to take that bet. I, I just, yeah, but San Francisco just, they can't overcome Nick Mullins and no Kittle and no. They're beat up, that is for sure. Yeah, they're beat up, man. I mean, I don't even, they could have put you at running back, man. You play running back, right? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, Aaron Rodgers was just dealing, dude. Like, they couldn't stop. Uh, Devonte and all those receivers, no, they Marquez, and it was Rogers going back home to the Bay is just that's why I thought it was so easy, and they would have won by more if they had the running back. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I liked uh, Tyler Irvin; he had a couple carries there. He only he didn't get enough. I liked him. We should keep him on our roster. I know he was an ex Packer, and he, we brought him back. But I like Tyler Irvin; he's good. He, you know, obviously he won't really play too much. He's like the, he'll be like a four string running back, but I like him. Keep him on the practice squad or something. Um, I took. Uh, Pittsburgh. Everyone took Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, I, my boy Garrett Gilbert, man, he played his ass off. I was really happy yeah. for Gigi, man. Uh, he played really well. Garrett was like the second person I ever like interviewed. So I was like, right? yeah, man. Uh, when he came wow. out of SMU, he was like one of the first people I've ever interviewed before. So I always like keep him close to my heart. <laughs> but, uh, I was, I didn't know he was gonna get the start. I thought Ben was gonna start or uh, what's his name, uh, the other quarterback they brought up back from. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush. That's what I thought was going to start. But Garrett played his butt off, man. They lost, but played really a game. Yeah, they, they, De- they beat the spread. They did. And then Denver. Oh, they Atlanta's so weird, man. They're a good team. And uh, Denver played really well in the second half like they normally do. But they start off yeah. so bad every week. They always get so far behind. And Drew Locke, if you look at his numbers, he played well. But first half, he played like crap. I think it was 6 for 15 with an interception and a fumble. And then comes back with three touchdowns. He had he's like fifth in second half touchdowns in the NFL, which is crazy. But that's because he's so bad when they start uh-huh. the game off, and uh-huh. their defense is atrocious. Without Von Miller and a bunch of those guys really up front, like they just can't get any passes. Matt Ryan was just sitting back there forever and never picking them apart. So Chubb's beat up. Chubb's beat up. Um, they got their two defensive tackles are out. Is that right? That I didn't know that. Yeah, well, not at that game, but like during the season, they just had Chip Lindsey's. Been hurt. Uh, Melvin yep. Gordon had the DUI thing. Yeah. I mean, so everybody. Um, Very awkward team. And Thick Fangio is not an offensive guy. So it makes no. it, it makes Drew Locke's worse look even worse. He's been getting it done. They got weapons. Obviously, having uh, Jerry Judy and Noah Fant. And, um, they're they're so young. Yeah. Um, what's the receiver they uh, that broke out last year? I can't think of his name. Sean Hamilton. No, not Hamilton. Corbin Sutton. Yeah, he hasn't been getting the ball as much this year from Drew, but no. um, he's been throwing a Hamler a lot more and so like But hey, I mean, Fan got hurt too. Yeah, Fan got hurt first play of the game. I would like this. This team is definitely training. They're in a tough division anyway, so they weren't going to be in the playoffs regardless. Because I mean, the Raiders are better. Obviously, the Chiefs are the best. Surprising though, I'm surprising the Raiders are better because I thought 
I thought this was going to be a big year where Drew Locke broke out, like you said, Cortland. Cortland. So they check a lot of boxes on what they address in the offseason, just injuries. and Yeah, injuries and just they're a little too young. The Raiders are young, but they have a lot of experience, too, at certain positions like quarterback. Yeah, Carr, call what you want, but he's experienced. He has a lot of he's been he's solid, man. Carr is solid. He's, really, he's in purgatory. His career. Yeah, yeah, he's having he's above purgatory this year. He's usually in the middle. He's having the best year his career. But yeah, I lost those two games, so I got I got my three this week. I'm gonna do better. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. So I'm gonna go back to the well in Buffalo, dude. Buffalo's getting two points from Arizona. I know it's in Arizona, but we talked about how Buffalo put the smack down on Seattle pretty well. And Arizona lost outright to Miami and their rookie quarterback in two attack by Loa 34-31. Josh Allen threw for 282 yards in the first half against Seattle. What do you think he's going to do against Arizona? Now, the Seattle defense is worse than Arizona's defense, but, dude, come on. They couldn't shut down two, and Josh Allen, you got the experience? No, no. Give me that. Dude, they forced Russell Wilson to have four turnovers. Kyler Murray turns the ball over more than Russell Wilson. I just I don't understand the spread at all. I don't I don't understand how Buffalo's how how it's not at the worst a pick'em. Now you got Buffalo getting two points there, the underdog that blows my mind. I'm taking that game. That's my number yeah. one. Yeah, I, 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 I want to touch that game. They're both so good. I love, I love both of those teams, both of those quarterbacks. I'm so happy for their offenses are explosive. But Arizona, yeah. I mean, when they lose, they they do it. They do lose. It's your, you know, what I mean like they do, they, well, they do. But they're just yeah, they're so fun to watch. Though, like I said, they are. I know that they really good. are. I would say big pick Buffalo to win, but I just didn't touch that game. I, I know you did. I don't know if you saw the news. Journey Brown just retired. We were just talking about him. Did he really? Yeah, he has a heart condition. Um, he's not going to be able to play. Not, not COVID-related, though. He had that, that – he no, was going to the hospital for that for – Well, they found it because of COVID. That was, they did a heart test on him. So not happy that he got coronavirus, but if he didn't get it, he might not have ever known that he had that. He would have known by the combine because they do yeah. all the tests on him. But, like, man, that's sad because he had 12 touchdowns last year and uh, yes. 805 yards. They just put a stat line out. So he just medically retired um, from that the sucks. game. Yeah, that sucks, man. I just wanted to go ahead and say that just because we were just talking about it. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I like that game. The Buffalo, I would definitely say they're a favorite to win in my eyes. But this, Arizona is so dangerous. They could be anyone. They could lose anyone, though. Um, yeah, my, my easy game is, again, San Francisco is just not – I think they're going to tail off, man. New Orleans is hot, as, as everyone in the world saw last week. Versus oh, yeah? Um, you like New Orleans, then? Yeah. E- easy money again. Kind of similar to Green Bay last week. Um, maybe not as – Green Bay definitely took the pedal off early last I'm, week. I'm trying can, to look up the spread. It's, it's nine and a half. That's not – that's that's not, too low. It's, it's nine, nine and a half. half. Yeah, nine and a half. Yeah, I got New Orleans by like three touchdowns. Um, they're just – Drew Brees is high right now. They're healthy. They're bad. They're all figuring it out on defense. Uh, their defense looks fast and furious, man. They're off. Drew Brees has still got it, man. Yeah, he can't throw those bombs anymore, but he's still got it. He can dink and dunk you and – Throw a couple in there, so and the Kamara, you know, they're gonna have to deal with him. Um, I like that. Ma- Mostert's out. Raheem Mostert just got ruled out for the game this week, so they just don't yes. have weapons. On, I mean, Nick Mullins is throwing to nobody, man. Um, really, he doesn't have any weapons. So, yeah, I'm gonna take New Orleans. I like that game. I like that bet. I had I had notes on it. I don't know where I put it, but that was that was the bet I was thinking about. Uh, my number two game, I took the Minnesota Vikings, given two and a half to Chicago. I bet on Chicago last week. I watched that game from the first snap to the last. Chicago's not good. Their offense isn't good. Their defense is okay, but their offense is not good. The Vikings, Dalvin Cook has been on fire. Yes. They've been on fire. They just demolished the Lions 34-20. to 20. Uh, 
it just the the Bears aren't good. The, 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 they lost the Titans 24-17, which doesn't appear very bad if you look at the box score. But what you don't see is that going into the fourth quarter, they were losing 17 nothing, And the Titans took their foot off the gas pedal because the Titans don't have any cutthroat – they don't have a cutthroat offense, which is what I'll get to next. But the Bears kind of got pushed around that game early on. I don't, I don't think the Vikings are going to get a, let them get away with that. I just I don't I'm surprised it's only I'm I, I'm honestly surprised it's only two and a half that it's not over that at least at least three and a half so I'm gonna go with the Vikings and Dalvin Cook. This will be the type of game the Bears win though because they're not supposed to. <laughs> that's how I feel about that's bastards. how I feel about Chicago man. Dude, I, Foles will have his game where he throws the big because they're a big play offense. They are either not moving the ball at all or they big play 30, 40 yards down the field. That's exactly Montgomery. right. Which is then, I don't like Chicago. Yeah, they're sewing. So this I don't like Chicago at all. Minnesota actually is getting the field and playing a little well. They beat they beat our butts, man, a couple weeks ago, and they're getting Dalvin Cook's playing great. You see playing that Chris Cousins video, him singing. You see that video? No, I have not. I got. I'll tag you in it right away after the show. There's a video. <laughs> he's he was in choir in high school. I believe did, that he did plays. He did plays. Uh, theater. He was like the head of theater program, dude, and the captain I, of the football team. That. That's such a Kirk Cousins thing to like be. Yes, um, he's a good singer, dude. He can actually sing really well. He's like got uh, a really like bar- like he's got an opera like sounding voice. I was so shocked, dude. I was kind of shocked. You said you weren't surprised. I was surprised by it. Um, got, got that bravado. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> on that alone, I should take the Vikings, right? No, but uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a solid. I just, man, I don't trust the robbery and then the Bears. Well, they're not supposed to win, right? So they're the win. Like that's the Bears. Um, that's fair. They're at home. Chicago's at <laughs> home. I took a sneaky one, man. This one's gonna shock some people. The Chargers over Dolphins. Two and a half. They're, that's they're, fair. They're getting two and a half. The Chargers are the best two-win team. <laughs> um, Herbert's yeah. been playing out of his mind, obviously. That offense is playing well. They're clicking. Defense still has some you know, issues there. But, I mean, Derwin's out for the season. They have a lot of injuries. Der- Derwin being out, people don't – I don't know if they're not watching Derwin James. That dude's a top-ten player in the, on defense in the NFL to me. He's a top-ten defender. People forget, dude. Yeah, I hate he's hurt right now and – uh, that coaching staff still young. They're still a pretty young team, but I'll, this is Herbert versus Tua. Hopefully, we see this. Both love both of their jerseys, by the way. Big jersey guy for both of those ah. teams. I hope we see this in the future. These two guys going at it. Um, obviously, one they're both AFC quarterback. AFC's got a lot of young guys, man. Mahomes, Drew Lott, Tua, Herbert, so many guys, man. I, I can't wait to Deshaun Watson. I can't wait to see how long uh, these guys' career lasts. I hope they all last a long time, but. Uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take the charge in a little minor upset over the Dolphins. I like that bet. I like that bet. The reason I won't bet it though is because Anthony Lynn scares the shit out of me. I feel like he. I just, like him, but like yeah, him? I don't. I think they're gonna have a new coach though. I like him, but I think he's better just as a DC guy. So you think but, he is? You think he is on the hot seat? Yeah, I think he is. But you know what? They'll be a little bit more patient with him. I think for the Chargers because. It's just the Chargers. They they've always been kind of like patient. They they will hold out on firing coaches, and they're cheap. They're like the West Coast Bengals. They are. Yeah, they are. that's one of the reasons why Bosa held out. Yeah, because the Chargers are cheap. They're yeah, not. Sure. They really don't want to fire them because they're like, well, we don't want to. We don't want to pay anybody out. Like you know what I mean? Like we'd rather just be six and ten. No one goes to our game anyway. You know? <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's a good. This point. season doesn't even affect the Chargers. They have no fans. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. That's yeah. so true. 
I know that's yeah. an ongoing joke, but whatever. I mean, it's still funny to me, just because I'm from San Diego and it's always kind of been that way. But <laughs> <laughs> there's just he, he's just he makes such questionable decisions. But I do like that. He does. I do like that bet. Uh, my third best bet Thursday night. I'm taking the Indianapolis Colts getting one and a half from the Tennessee Titans. No one else likes this bet. I listen to betting podcasts all week long, and I haven't heard one other person take the Colts. And I'm not really sure why. Uh, I know they got smashed by the Baltimore Ravens 24 to 10 last week, but the Ravens are really great. The Titans, we talked about them barely beating the Bears. I know we talked about the box score kind of being misleading, but for how terrible the Bears looked, the Titans should have slammed it by more. So, you know, it goes both ways. Derrick Henry's been slowed down. He got slowed down to only 68 yards, and the Colts' defense is not that much worse than the Bears' defense. Statistically, I don't think it's worse at all. I think the Colts are still in the top five, if I remember right. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're just – they're. Uh, DeForest Buckner's been an absolute tear on the interior, so that's definitely going to affect that run game. And like I said, Derrick Henry didn't look great last week, and that's kind of their whole offense. Their offense really sucked last week. They only got 55 plays for 228 yards. They actually, the Bears had more offensive plays and more offensive yards than the Titans last week, and we just talked about how the Bears sucked for 45 minutes. So I, I just feel like this is a very, I don't understand how the Colts are getting one and a half points. How they're the how I just I, I like the bet I, you know I I think that the Colts their last week this game was a little bit of an anomaly I think that the Ravens are very good the Colts only had one yard total offense for two whole quarters I don't know if it was two whole quarters but I know it was a chunk of the third quarter and early on in the fourth quarter they only had one yard total offense so I think that that's kind of an anomaly which kind of you know makes the box score a little weird I think they come out different I think that they can squeak out a win outright. They can. That's gonna be interesting. That's a, that's a big game. That's a really big. Oh yeah, game. it is. That's a really under the radar game for Thursday night. That's a Thursday night game you said too. So yes, yeah, I'm gonna do. There've been some bad ones. So hopefully that'll be a good one. I think that'll be close regardless of uh, who wins. I think it'll be a close game. Um, that'll be a fun game to watch for sure. Um, and I, I think Tennessee will win, but it could definitely go to Indiana's favor. Um. I got Tampa Bay over Carolina, um, five and a half. I know Tampa Bay laid a dud last week, and that's why I'm picking them because they're not going to do it back to back weeks. Um, Christian McCaffrey already got he played so good coming back, and you could tell he was pretty much hundred percent. But then he got hurt again, his, sh- his shoulder. Yeah, so and Carolina's been they were pretty solid without him. And Teddy H two O or whatever you want to call him, that's his new nickname. That's kind of a lame nickname. H two O. That's a lame nickname, dude. I heard it. H two O. Because water, I guess. I don't know. Like it's. <laughs> That's, I just heard it. And I was like, "That's kind of lame," but because he's liquid, baby. I'm gonna say it. Um, this is he's the skinniest quarterback in the NFL. I didn't know that. Um, is he really? Is it because like, his last name's Water? I don't know, man. Is it like? No? Yeah, he weighs the least amount though. He's only two hundred nine. That's wild to me. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is. Um, Kyler's right there next to him, but Kyler's two ten. But anyway. Um, that's a random fun fact for all, for y'all though. But uh, I think yeah, Tampa Bay laid a dud last week, and I think they'll just come back and win. I think Carolina's a good team; they're solid, but I don't think they'll be able What's to keep up. With, it's five and a half. I think Tampa will win by a touchdown or a little bit more, maybe ten points. Um, I, I like that bet. Earlier this week, I think it was up to six, six and a half, if I remember right. And I remember thinking, man, that's a lot of points. But at five and a half, I like what you're saying because the Buccaneers should come out with a vengeance. And the Panthers, they're a different team without Christian McCaffrey. Although solid, although they've been solid, they are a different team. They are. They are a different team. So we'll see what they do. Um, Curtis has been playing really well this year, though. So it'll be still kind of scary game. I mean, it's a 
It's a bit. They need to win. Tampa is a must win. And Carolina, obviously, they all their games are must win if they want to sneak into the playoffs. And I know they're talking about expanding the playoffs to an extra team, which would definitely help out a team like the Carolina Panthers because they're kind of right there at five hundred. Yeah. Usually, so well, I got Tampa Bay though. All right, man. Well, that was a, that, that was good. I think you got you got three good best bets. We, I got three good best bets. I think we're ready to rock and roll for this week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley sixteen. Make sure you give the Browns Wire podcast a like, a follow, and review on iTunes and anywhere you listen to your podcast. Donovan, where can they follow you up and hit you up at? Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Um, yeah, follow me on there. Instagram, I think it's Don Juan Eleven Baby. I know it's a random ass name, <laughs> but yeah, follow me. I never really give my Instagram out, but I I, put, I post a lot of content on there now. Actually, really, um, I never streaming. use Instagram. Yeah, I use it. Uh, I use it for the younger generation and the ladies. I'm just kidding. I have a girlfriend, so not the ladies, but there's more. There's just a lot more women on Instagram. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah, yeah but uh yeah so i fall because we have like a tiktok now too um studying sword so and i'm i'm the head of that department or whatever so that's trying fun. to get new content out ig live we do IGTV. that's really what i use instagram for so we do that um for the podcast that we do so yeah thank you so much and i thank josh again and browns wire jeffers and everybody here for letting me come on this podcast every week i really appreciate it yeah, Donovan's going to be more of a – Donovan is going to be a permanent part, permanent fixture of this podcast moving forward. Uh, he's gonna, we're talking about him being on twice a week, so make sure you can reach out to him with any Browns questions, any Browns content, or anything you want to hear on this podcast. You no longer just have to hit me up. So this was the Browns Wear Podcast, and thank you. We are out. your Wendy's wake-up call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. 
Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. This is your Wendy's wake-up call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus Frosty Creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only at participating Wendy's. On the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest price qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery.